Hi, I'm Andrea. And I'm Claudia. And we're the Judgy Crime Girls. Y'all, it literally just took us, I don't know how long, to figure out our audio. We are hiring a sound guy. <laughs> please send we your... We need a Steven. Please send your resumes to judgycrimegirls at gmail.com. Yes. Gosh, here I thought it was me. What are you Sounding to... crappy. No. No, it's not you. It's me. It's you. It's not me. It's you. We're breaking up. <laughs> Gosh, what a day today. Oh. It was so dreary, raining, cold. I almost fell asleep. Me too. I made coffee 42 times. Yeah. We had quite a few mm. cups. Yes, we did. Of coffee. <laughs> I had my first hot toddy in Vegas. Ah, oh, Vegas. I'm almost 40. I had my first hot toddy. Yeah. Do you so want good. to tell everybody what you called it when you came back? You, sure. She was so excited. Too. I was. I said I had my first hotty toddy. And she said, you're what? <laughs> my, my first hotty toddy. Hmm. Mm. I think it's called a hot toddy. Shit. Shit. <laughs> oh, that was cute. It was cute. I had my hot toddy in the Mandalay Bay Hotel. And listen, there's mm -hmm. so much to tell about Vegas. Yes. But you can't. But I can't because that shit's private. Space in Vegas. <laughs> and. Because originally you were going to do something totally different. Cover I, something I, different today. I was. Yeah. Uh, the Las Vegas massacre, of course, mm -hmm. is what my mind originally went to. And I didn't end up doing that at all. Yeah. Um, I was surprised when I looked it up that, you know, the area that this, I cannot talk. The site of the shooting mm -hmm. is still kind of there. Nothing's really happened to it. They've received over 5,100 responses on wow. ideas of what they should do to that place as a permanent memorial. Mm -hmm. um, the FBI just sent out uh, an article in January announcing to the public they still have personal items that they're looking to return to people from them. They probably don't want it. I wouldn't want my stuff. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No, keep it. Yeah, no. I don't need it. I haven't missed it in four years. I don't need it. Uh uh. How awful. Terrible. And that was only four years ago. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what happened, which I can't imagine, I mean, it was a worldwide. It was awful. 58 coverage. people lost their lives, hundreds were injured country music festival um yeah, it yeah. was terrible it was awful i totally didn't cover that it was not not what i ended up doing i did go to the mandalay bay and the story i'm about to tell you um the 
killers did stay in Mandalay Bay, and I do have a picture of them there. Hmm. So okay. um, I'm excited. Yeah, we usually in. try not to tell each other what we're doing. So I'm I'm in for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, you know, I'm just as excited to hear what you got. <clears throat> well, I hope I hope I do it justice. Oh, I'm sure you will. So I'm gonna slide you some pictures. Okay. All right. So this is Melissa James, and she was beautiful. Hottie. Hottie. Okay. Wow. Um. So I'm. Very pretty. Driving. She's gorgeous. She grew up in Panama City, Florida. She was a dancer uh, by nature and a teacher. Oh. Grew, grew up to like teach dance. Mm -hmm. Had her own studio. Um, she. Oh, that kind of dancer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's all kinds in Vegas. She, I, have a different, she, I guess we were talking. I am still in Vegas. Just. Assume something else. No, it's okay. No. okay. It's okay. Let me let me share with you the headline that drew me in. Uh, surprised motorist stumbled upon a red Jaguar on fire in the middle of a Las Vegas desert. Stunned, he calls the police, and inside was the trunk of a body of 28-year-old Melissa James. Who was this woman? And how did she get there? What on earth? So. In the middle of the desert. Immediately I'm Googling. Yeah. Melissa James. Uh, she was born March 23rd, 1977 in, in Florida. Her family said it didn't take long for them to notice. She was highly motivated. Sounds like my <laughs> six-year-old. Um, an energetic uh, she began dancing at seven and continued on into her adult years. Really loved ballet and jazz. Mm -hmm. As she got older, she liked the hip hop scene. Uh, but she was a straight A student through school and graduated from high school a year early. And oh, wow. I know not many. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. She graduated in 94. She went to college for a few years. And then at 19, she founded her own dance studio, Dance Unlimited. Wow. At 19. At 19. That's awesome. I know. And um, she became Miss Melissa to many students <laughs> over the next six years. <laughs> and I would love to hear from any of her students if you were ever a, a student of Melissa, please email me. Yeah. pearls at gmail.com. And um, because I searched the internet for hours looking for a video of her dancing, I just wanted to see what it, what she was like. Never was able to, to find a video. So if somebody can find a video, mm -hmm. I would love to see one. I'm assuming you checked YouTube. I just looked everywhere. Mm -hmm. Melissa James, Florida, Dance Unlimited. Okay. Someone please help me. See what I could come up with. Thank you, wife. Um, so when she wasn't on the dance floor with her students, 
She was planning recitals. She was on the beach doing promotionals. She did some modeling. She did some local commercials. Um, she was sweet, funny, and I loved this. She was a classy dresser and she enjoyed pulling off a hat. <laughs> I loved that. Um, she dedicated her life to teaching dance to children. Um, kids are hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, she must have been a special kind of weirdo to be able to teach dance. Um, she poured her love into them, wanting them to be successful in stage and in life. Makes me sad she was never a mom. Yeah. You know, it sounds think, like she would have been a great mom. Yeah. Um, so her mom said the light in Melissa's eyes went out when a bad business deal put her dance studio in jeopardy. I never read exactly what went wrong, but the financials were not doing well. So during a fitness competition in Florida, she met a man named Craig Titus. He was a professional bodybuilder. He immediately struck up a conversation with her. There was, you know, good vibes there for her. And he convinced her to move to Las Vegas to better her career. Hmm. Which was weird because he was married. He and his wife, Kelly Ryan, uh, were looking for a live-in personal assistant um, as their business was booming with endorsements. Um, So we can talk about Craig Titus for a moment. I can tell you right now the wife did it. (laughs) Oh, I love you. (laughs) I would too. (laughs) Um... So Craig was born in January 14th, 1965. He was 12 years older than Melissa. Mm -hmm. He was born. How do you say this? Wyandotte, Michigan? Am I saying that right? Wyandotte, 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 Wyandotte. I'm pretty sure it's Wyandotte. Okay. Michiganders, if we're wrong, please let us know. Yes. And then we'll have a corrections corner. Yes. Um, but for the most part, he had a normal family life and upbringing. I didn't see anything, find anything abnormal. He played high school football, but quit because he was too small. So if anything, he had that short man syndrome. syndrome. I was just thinking that when you're like, well, I couldn't really find anything, but I thought he's a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. He's either short or short. Yeah. Because they try to make up for it. Oh, and he did. Oh, oh, I can't wait for you to see pictures of him. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Are we going to post some on our Facebook page? You know it. I found the best. Oh, that's her car. That's actually, that is Kelly's car. Kelly's car. Yeah. Yeah. And And this one is him. So he also wrestled at 132 pounds. So he was tiny. So after graduating, he start after graduating, he started his weight training. And by 21, he was 5'9 and 185 pounds. And he gained the confidence to begin bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. Shit, Claudia, he's kind of like you. He's (laughs) like, damn, I'm gonna just be a fitness guru. I wish I was that 
disciplined because you have to be really, really disciplined. And I'm not. Yes, you I mean, are. I mean, no, 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 no. There's a difference between motivation and discipline. Discipline is you do this like all the time. I'm just motivated for a short period of time to fit into my bathing suit for my honeymoon. After that, it's all, it's all off, gone. I lasted like three days. She's on like day 20? Uh, day oh. 18 today. We have the 30 day. We started on the first mm-hmm. 30 day fitness challenge. I'm, I'm holding on. I'm motivated. I'm so proud. But not disciplined mm-hmm. at all. Well, maybe you have to be a little bit so I won't really pick out. I'm kind of doing a low carb slash lazy keto. So, but in about three weeks, off. <laughs> so Craig was, Craig was disciplined. It wasn't a 30 day for him. No, he wasn't in and out. He was in it to win it. And he won his two titles at his very first show, the men's open middleweight class and overall title for the 1988 Houston bodybuilding championship. But in April of 95, he pled guilty to ecstasy charges, mm. um, intent to distribute and was sentenced to 16 months of house arrest. So that began his drug use and he couldn't just stop there. No, mm. he's a dumbass. Okay. He violated his probation. Of course. With steroids. Mm-hmm. Of course he did. Yes. And because of that, he spent almost two years in prison. Wow. So, um, I read articles that his personality was narcissistic, very much open about his drug use, furthering his career. He and his wife, Kelly Ryan made quite the image for themselves in Las Vegas. And I'll post a picture of their magazine cover, um, appearing to be a healthy and fit power couple idolized by many in their industry. They were sweeping headlines and Kelly was a born performer, gymnast and dancer, his wife. So the move to Las Vegas seemed to be the answer to Melissa's dream of getting her studio back um, and making a name for herself, kind of using them mm-hmm. to, to climb her way back up to the top. They offered her a place to stay and as their live-in assistant, not much is known about her time there. Okay. Um, she was only there for four months before she was murdered. So other than the conversation she had with her mom, I didn't have a lot to go off of. Um, Melissa's mom stated that she had expressed she was quitting and that she was unhappy there, that it wasn't what she had thought. So we're going to dive into the murder. At 4.41 a.m., Dick Draper, chief of the Mountain Springs Fire Department, received a call that a trucker on his way to Las Vegas reported seeing a car on fire in the desert. Chief Draper and a partner gather equipment, jump into a fire truck, and take off toward the blaze. It's still dark outside, and it illuminates the sky. Not even an entire truckload of water and foam extinguishes it. With reinforcements, the flames subside, and they can see the body through the back seat that was disintegrated. Dispatch was immediately called out. The luxury car was registered to a Kelly Ryan fitness bodybuilder superstar. So, so 
Oh my gosh. Let go of your armpits. I just did a Molly Shannon. Shannon Molly? Molly yeah. Shannon. What's her name? Molly Shannon. I can see her. That's her name. I'm pretty sure. We know what to watch later. Correct me if I'm wrong. Please. <laughs> when the police came knocking on Kelly's door, they assumed it was her body in the trunk. So they were shocked when she answered. They were like, oh, hello. Um, Kelly did not seem concerned at all about the vehicle or the body. In fact, she was more concerned that police knew about how Melissa had been stealing from them and that she probably took their car, too. Uh, but she didn't report it missing or stolen. No, she didn't. Um, Craig and Kelly both said that they thought Melissa was stealing money from their bank accounts and charging items to their credit cards. So they immediately posed her as a thief. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe even, I don't know, put it out there that she might have lived it up that Las Vegas life. Okay. Um, but was Melissa really stealing from them? Because when she was alive, Melissa told her mother, they never paid her, you know? Um, and she did say, it's not what I thought it would be. Right. So I don't know if she had access, they weren't paying her. Maybe she's like, I'm going to take what's mine. I don't know what happened. I mean, I don't think anybody really. Cause originally he said, Kind of like she came to be an assistant of some sort. Yeah. So, yeah. You would think you get paid. Maybe right. she was like, you haven't paid me in four months. Or maybe she wasn't doing her into the deal. Wasn't doing what they said. Yeah. They were like, we're not going to pay you. I don't know. How can. Or she was like, look, pay me or else. Who knows? I, you know, I'm leaving or whatever. Don't Who just knows? move into somebody's house. No. No. The police questioned Craig and Kelly separately, and their stories almost matched. Oh, like it was rehearsed? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Like, you know. He said, she said. But it, that shit was not what she wrote. <laughs> like, they both stated on Monday of that week, Kelly confronted Melissa about stealing, which ensued in a, a fight. So Craig booked a hotel room for Melissa for the last two nights she was alive at the La Quinta, La Quinta Inn on Sahara. Detectives checked with the hotel and he was there with Melissa that first night. And Craig admitted, admitted to detectives he was secretly having an affair with Melissa mm -hmm. and stated that Kelly did not know. Oh, but Kelly knew. Oh, Kelly knew. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't know. But I'm we know. pretty sure. On Tuesday afternoon, Melissa went back to the house and Kelly told her she could no longer live there. And Craig bought her a one-way flight back to New Jersey for that night to go spend Christmas with her family. So Craig's buying the hotel rooms. Craig's buying her flights. Mm -hmm. Did you say one-way flight? It's a one-way flight. Mm -hmm. Um... Because things weren't going well. She wanted to quit. She wanted to come back home. So did Kelly find out that Craig and Melissa were having an affair? We don't know. Um, she does, Nothing is ever admitted. Like, nothing's ever said. She found out. I think she found out. So the fact that um, he paid for these things, 
it just tells me she was pulling on his heartstrings for sure. I mean, and I definitely think they hooked up that Monday. Mm -hmm. So, um, Kelly told detectives Melissa packed her things and Kelly dropped her off at a convenience store to wait for a lift. She was getting to the airport. That was around 2.30 p.m. that afternoon, that Tuesday, and Kelly stated that that was the last time Kelly saw her, except Kelly insisted she dropped off Melissa in her car, and Craig insisted she dropped Melissa off in his car. Hmm. So the stories didn't match. So it wasn't enough to hold them necessarily, but detectives knew something was up. So here's what really fucking happened. On December 13th, Melissa was to board that plane from Las Vegas to Newark to spend Christmas with her family, and her mom waited and waited on the other end, and she never came. Mm-hmm. Her mom thought something had happened to her, but she thought something had happened to all three of them. And days later, she received a call from the Las Vegas coroner. Prosecutor Robert Daskus said she was beaten, drugged, stunned by 50,000 volts from a taser, injected with morphine, and strangled with a bathrobe and speaker wire before she was burned beyond anyone's recognition. Okay. I'm not done. Okay. Her head was encased in duct tape, and he showed the court graphic photos of a death mask formed by her face when it peeled away with the heavy tape during her autopsy. And it really bothered me when I read there was no way to determine if she was alive while inside the car while it burned. Oh, wow. Mm. So I would think maybe not. I mean, if she was beaten and strangled and injected with morphine, you can only hope that she was not alive. Yeah. Okay. I have a question. So though. many questions. I know. It's... Why did her mom think something happened to all three of them? Because were all three of them supposed to go? Or she was under the impression that they were all friends. And she thought maybe, you know, maybe there was a car accident on the okay. way to the airport or, or something happened, but she would never imagine anything like this. Okay. Um, well, during the investigation, there were over 2000 needles that were found strewn about Craig and Kelly's home. Um, drugs were rampant. She told her mom there, there was like a drug fueled state of paranoia Mm. in that home. She felt uncomfortable. Um, detective Daskus described Craig as a master manipulator. So he was one of those smooth talkers, um, and just a very good liar. That's a narcissist for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, just gave me the chills. This story is it's just terrible. Um, just So just hours before her flight, no one really knows what happened. There are multiple theories for the motive. Um, one article did state that Melissa threatened to expose the power couple regarding their drug use, um, which would ruin their reputation and their endorsements. Uh, and they were working on a new apparel line. Yeah, but I, I mean, he was already arrested and in jail 
for drug-related uh, charges. So, I mean, people obviously kind of knew mm-hmm. he was on drugs. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And I, I wonder, like, what other drugs they were taking. Yeah. Like, um, and what kind of state they were in mm-hmm. during the attacks. Yeah. Like, what, what happened there? I don't know. Um, but Craig, this was crazy. Craig and Kelly knew it was only a matter of time before they were going to be questioned again. Mm-hmm. And they freaked. They made plans not only to leave Las Vegas, they um, planned to leave the U.S. Not suspicious at all. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't commit a crime or if I didn't commit a crime, I mean, the first thing I would do is grab my passport and flee the country. Shit. I mean, it's not suspicious at all. No. I totally would do the same. Yeah. They're like, we don't, we don't know anything about that. Our car stole? Yeah. Oh, she must have taken it. She stole from me. Yeah. So Craig trades in his vehicle for a different model. They fled cross country we're looking into liquidating their assets, get new travel documents, and the FBI had intelligence they were looking to move to Greece with, because they have no extradite. How do you say this? Uh, extradition, extradite. Yes. Yeah, uh, where they have to send people back. Yeah, they had no agreement like that with the U.S. So, and his dad was from Greece. That's where the FBI believed that he was headed, um, and it was. Clear. They were trying to move fast. So SWAT officers sweep in and surprise Kelly at a nail salon in Massachusetts. No time for nails. I'm fleeing from the police. But first, let me get my nails done. <laughs> so short, shortly after they got Craig too, they bring him back to um, Nevada from Boston and they were denied bail. Um and on March 29th, both initially pleaded not guilty to the murder charge. Then their story changes. Um, they then admit that they did find the body of Melissa, who had apparently overdosed, and they didn't know how to deal with the body, so they decided to dispose of it because it might ruin their careers. So that's when they're... Their story changed. Okay, I'd like to know when they're going to start pointing fingers at each other. Oh, girl. <laughs> no, they loved each other too much. Aww. It was just... True love. No, no, no. You don't know. Just days before the murder trial in Vegas, which there was so much publicity on because mm-hmm. they were so famous. So just days before there was going to be a huge trial, they took a plea agreement and oh. admitted guilt. Oh, yes. So there was no trial. So one thing was for sure, after the murder happened, Craig called his friend Anthony Gross for help disposing of the body. But Anthony states he didn't realize the body was in the trunk. He was just helping a friend. Disposing of a body doesn't matter where it is. No, he like helped them go get There's video footage of Kelly buying seven large bottles of lighter fluid at a nearby Walmart, loading it into the back seat of um, her car. And they believe Melissa's body was already in the trunk because she's putting the lighter fluid into the back seat instead of the trunk. 
that's a lot, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so they link Anthony to the scene because he leaves flashlight there and they look up on him. Yeah. On his credit card. He just bought a flashlight, yada, yada, yada. They link him. But it was obviously his first time. (laughs) Well, he helped set the car on fire, you know, give them a ride back. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's like, I didn't know there was a body in there. Come on. Come on. Yeah. He gets away with probation. That's it. That is it. Because he helped police with another like murder, not even this burner. He helped them in another case. So he got off on a plea agreement. Involved in another murder somehow. Somehow. And Hmm. he's walking around to this day. Did they leave Anthony's info? (laughs) No. His, so um, Melissa's mother, Maura, she appeared at his uh, hearing Mm -hmm. when they gave him probation and she begged them to not do it. And they did it. It was awful. Um, So anyway, um, So Craig and Kelly, both desperate and paranoid, also uh, shortly after the murder, had given good friends key evidence, including the taser, which was later handed over to police. And that was timestamped. So, oh, you know what else? It was timestamped. So they also looked at Craig's phone records, Mm -hmm. and he was actually like on a call talking to someone during the time of the tasering. So Kelly was the one doing it. I'm sure she's in there tasering the The shit out of Melissa. Yes. He wasn't even in the room during that. Now I'm not saying Mm -hmm. he didn't do other things or that, but basically he was the one that took the rap for the actual murder. Mm -hmm. And, um, he is now saying he's saying that he didn't do it. He never should have signed he wasn't even there. Kelly was the one that did it. Um, and so much uh, for etern- eternal love. I like, think I think know. he had guilt mm-hmm. for the affair and everything. And he was just like, you hated her. You lost your shit. And so... He, um, on August 22nd, 2008, Craig Titus was convicted of second degree murder, kidnapping and arson. He was sentenced to 21 to 55 years in prison with time served from the date of his capture. He's eligible for parole release in five and a half years. Yeah. The plea allowed him to avoid the trial and the death penalty. Uh, Kelly pleaded guilty to arson and battery with a deadly weapon in 2008. And that allowed her to avoid trial and the murder charge altogether. (laughs) And on Tuesday, October 2017, on a Tuesday, sorry, don't know which one, didn't write it down. uh, She was released on parole after serving a nine-year sentence. So she is free and could be listening right now. Oh, Kelly. Kelly. You. You. Tried to find you. Mm-hmm. See what you're doing these days. Um, email us. Email us, <laughs> judgycrimegirls at gmail.com. 
anybody knows of her whereabouts, I looked up to see if she was in the bodybuilding industry. Um, currently, no news is good news, I guess. Can't find anything new. There's a lot of people talking about her. Maybe uh, she changed her name. That's what I thought. I thought she was. I mean, I would. Laying low. Honestly, I would. Yeah. Get this. She was the one that filed for divorce from Craig uh, while they were both in prison. And it became final December 2009, four years after the murder. Um, so, yeah, if anybody has any info on that, would love to hear. Um, yeah, or message us on Facebook. Yeah. If you have any new info. So Facebook, we're just judgy crangles. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So this was a really crazy story. Mm -hmm. Lots of different motives and just kind of surprising the way that it all went down. Um, There's something that Melissa's family said about her that I took away as a token from her story. Um, And I would have brought you one today, but you're on a diet. (laughs) Uh, But Melissa loved making baking cookies Mm -hmm. and um, she would only make enough just for that day. Every time she did it so that they would be the freshest. And I can. That's why you asked me about cookies. No, I was yesterday. Gonna, mm-hmm, I was gonna make some just for today for if us. I had known. I totally would have broke my diet for this. And I just, I can imagine her minimizing a recipe just for an evening. Mm-hmm. And I just, it just, um, guys, keep it fresh and. Um, Live for today, yeah, and make a cookie for yourself tonight. And uh, yeah, choose your friends wisely. I mean, it wasn't, I don't know, I think she was just really motivated by having her own studio. I think she would have gone anywhere, you know, knowing she could have her studio bag and just. Okay, real quick. I won't keep you long. Oh, you're fine. Dinner time. But um, I think she really wanted to, I mean, I kind of figured she would have maybe a little affair. Um, What was the wife's name? Kelly. Kelly. Found out. And... Now I lost my train of thought. It was a good one too, oh, what I wanted to say. But okay. um, I think she they were both kind of threatened with exposure. Yes. That she was definitely gonna expose them. Yeah. You know, because she wasn't about that life. That's not what she wanted, obviously. You know, she just wanted to teach dance. Right. You know, and here she is in the drug-filled home with a couple narcissists. Yeah. You know, and I was going somewhere with this, but now I lost my train of thought, literally. Well, it's like a love triangle gone wrong with the drugs involved. And it's just. And maybe it was even 
I don't even think guys like him could feel guilty. Like, I don't think he felt guilt over, you know, the affair. Um, cause his ego is way too big for that. Yeah. Um, but I think he was trying to help her to get away from Kelly. Yeah. By putting her in the hotel and sending her home. Right. Yeah. I think he did have, uh, it's hard to say he had feelings for her. I don't, I don't know that he, I think he just was very selfish mm-hmm. person. And I think he was high on a bunch of pills and drugs mm-hmm. and who knows what. Um, it's just so sad. So and probably her. And honestly, I think she did it all. I mean, she was a bodybuilder yeah. on drugs. You know, she was probably definitely stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think she she did it all. Because it sounds kind of like a girly murder. Yeah. I mean, strangling me with the bathrobe, with the fuzzy <laughs> bathrobe. That a man won't do that. I mean, that's he how he uses hands. That's how we do our hair on TikTok these days. That's right. Yeah, I I use my bathrobe belt. Well, real fast, my sources were Crime Watch Daily, Murderpedia, FitnessVault.com. I even just, I hope no one minds, just to get a glimpse of Melissa's life and who she was, I did look at her, um, like her obit online mm-hmm. as well, just to get a, get a feel for yeah. who she was respectfully. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also... Um, looked at a an article on chillingcrimes.com and you can see here one of the comments on the blog was her brother. Oh, Melissa's my sister. Justice was not served. Yeah. So I um, always stay judgmental. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Mm-hmm. And we're cut off. I don't know. <laughs> Watch Wicked Attraction on True Crime Files. Uh, I hope too soon. And um, until next time. Also, real quick, um, I just uh, want to say, you know, if you could follow us on Spotify. Apple Podcast, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcast, and also maybe our Facebook page. You yes. know, follow us on Facebook, Judgy Crime Girls on Facebook. <laughs> um, our email, if you guys have any suggestions, maybe even about somebody that you would like to hear. I also just want to. Real quick, I have had some friends reach out to me, listeners, um, requests or ideas, and I have not forgotten you. I just got sidetracked in Vegas and I definitely wanted to um, do something from that area because I was going there. So Mm -hmm. thank you for listening. We're so glad you're with us. We are. And we could not, you know, we really need your support. So. Thank you. Thank you.